0: "'Curls, Beckett hates nappy.' Artemis doubted if the nanny had neglected to put a nappy on Beckett, and he wondered briefly where that nappy was now. "'Very well, Beckett,' continued Artemis. "'Let's shelve the nappy issue for now, and move on to today's lesson.' "'Chocolate on shelves!' said Beckett, stretching his fingers high to reach imaginary chocolate. "'Yes, good. There is sometimes chocolate on the shelves.' "'An espresso,' added Beckett, who had a strange set of favourite tastes, which included espresso sachets and treacle, in the same cup, if he could manage it. Once Beckett had managed to down several spoons of this concoction before it was wrestled away from him. The toddler hadn't slept for twenty-eight hours. "'Can we learn the new words, Artemis?' asked Miles, who wanted to get back to a mould jar in his bedroom. "'I'm doing experiments with Professor Primate.' Professor Primate was a stuffed monkey, and Miles's occasional lab partner. The cuddly toy spent most of his time stuffed into a borosilicate glass beaker on the speriment table. Artemis had reprogrammed the monkey's voice box to respond to Miles's voice with twelve phrases, including, It's alive! It's alive! And history will remember this day, Professor Miles. You can go back to your laboratory soon, said Artemis, approvingly. Miles was cut from the same cloth as himself, a natural-born scientist. Now, boys, I thought today we might tackle some restaurant terms. Sneezers look like worms, said Beckett, who wasn't one for staying on topic. Artemis was nearly thrown by this remark. Worms were most definitely not on the menu, though snails might well be, "'Forget about worms.' "'Forget worms?' "'said Beckett, horrified. "'Just for the moment,' "'said Artemis reassuringly. "'As soon as we have finished our word game, "'you may think on whatever pleases you. "'And if you are really good, "'then I may take you to see the horses.' "'Riding was the only form of exercise "'that Artemis had taken to. "'This was mainly because the horse "'did most of the work. "'Beckett pointed to himself. "'Beckett!' he said proudly, Worm's already a distant memory. Miles sighed. Simple tune. Artemis was beginning to regret scheduling this lesson, but having begun, he was determined to forge ahead. Miles, don't call your brother a simpleton. It's okay, Artemis. He likes it. You're a simpleton, aren't you, Beckett? Beckett, simpleton, agreed the small boy happily. Artemis rubbed his hands together. Right, brothers, onwards. Imagine yourselves seated at a café table in Montmartre. In Paris, said Miles smugly, straightening the cravat he had borrowed from his father. Yes, Paris. And try as you will, you cannot attract the waiter's attention. What do you do? The infant stared at him blankly and Artemis began to wonder if he wasn't pitching his lesson a little high. He was relieved, if a little surprised, to see a spark of comprehension in Beckett's eyes. Tell Butler to jump, jump, jump on his head. Miles was impressed. I agree with Simpletoon. No, said Artemis. You simply raise one finger and say clearly, ici, garçon. Itchy what? What? "'No, Beckett, not itchy,' Artemis sighed. "'This was impossible. "'Impossible. "'And he hadn't even introduced the flashcards yet "'or his new modified laser pointer, "'which could either highlight a word "'or burn through several steel plates, "'depending on the setting. "'Let's try it together. "'Raise one finger and say, "ici garçon. "'All together now?' "'The little boys did as they were told.' Eager to please their deranged brother, ici garçon, they chorused, pudgy fingers raised. And then, from the corner of his mouth, Miles whispered to his twin, "Artemis, simple tune." Artemis raised his hands, "I surrender. You win. No more lessons. Why don't we paint some pictures?" "Excellent," said Miles. "I shall paint my jar of mold." Beckett was suspicious. I won't learn? No, said Artemis, fondly ruffling his brother's hair and immediately-